and over the hill fishing boat hurtling over the waves like she was trying to get up on plane. What the hell is that? Vernon Driscoll cried in his ear. Driscoll, in keeping with his bulk and his methodical ex-cop's nature, was not an excitable man. But he had just come up from the galley, a couple of red-striped beers in one of his big hands, had not been ready for this. Deal didn't have time to answer. He shoved the throttles forward, threw himself against the wheel. The Miss Miami banked hard, riding up high against the waves, pushing out towering sheets of spray ahead of their starboard side. Driscoll lost his footing and careened across the cockpit. The beers flew from his hand, one sailing over the rail, the other exploding like a grenade against the windscreen. Deal sensed the stinging of glass shards at his cheek, saw from the corner of his eye Driscoll slam head first into the console, felt the thud as the big man went down. Deal wanted to go for him, but he couldn't. He was holding desperately to the wheel, praying to God they wouldn't flip, praying to God they'd miss those people out there, all those people bobbing in the waves just ahead. Nineteen of them all together. Nineteen women and children from Cuba, and he'd nearly driven his boat through them as if they were a school of sea cows spread out to die. He pulled the last woman over the transom, screaming back at her in his fractured Spanish, Yes, yes, tenemos su niña, we have your baby. She heard him, but he couldn't tell from her expression if she believed him. Still, she allowed herself to be dragged into the boat. Once he had her aboard, Deal sagged back against the rail, gasping from exertion, staring at the ragtag cargo before him. All of the women wore orange life jackets, most of them so old they tied rather than snapped together. A few of the children had jackets, but most were too small. They had to cling to their mothers as they bobbed in the sea. They were still clinging, screaming, crying— the Miss Miami Priss had become a little corner of hell. Driscoll was still propped in the corner of the cockpit where Deal had dragged him, beginning to stir now. His eyes flickered open, blearily surveyed the scene around him, closed again. You want to change the channel? Driscoll called, his hand lifting to the makeshift bandage tied about his head. Deal nodded. He'd love to change the channel find the one where two guys finish their cruise on the bay without incident, put in at Matheson's Hammock Park, eat yellowtail snapper and drink island beer at the Redfish Grill. But that channel seemed to be on the blink. He'd used his T-shirt to wrap the gash on Driscoll's forehead, had cinched it tight, but the fabric was already soaked through with blood. Plenty of stitches to come, he thought, probably a concussion, too. No time for a lollygagging deal. He pushed himself up, heading for the wheel. One woman who had no child clinging to her was fighting at the far rail of the boat, screaming, while two of her companions struggled to hold her. For God's sakes, Driscoll said. He was struggling up now, his movements awkward and drunken, though the beers he'd been carrying when he'd come up on deck would have been there first. Yeah, Deal answered, making his way toward the scene. The woman wanted to dive back into the water. He didn't have to know Spanish to understand that much, nor to understand why. 
He and Driscoll staggered through the body sprawled on the deck to the opposite rail, helped the two friends pull the distraught woman back. "'Is her son!' one of the women cried to him in broken English. "'Her son!' Deal stared out over the empty water. "'Where?' The woman stared back at him, her face a mask of despair. "'En la agua!' she said helplessly, waving her hand over the sea. Driscoll was still out of it. "'What happened? How'd they get out here, anyway?' Deal shook his head, scrambled up onto the flying bridge, turned a quick circle to scan the water. The light was going fast now, no ships in sight, though maybe something out there, a smudge on the eastern horizon. Then— Closer to the Miss Miami, he saw it, a dim shadow just below the surface, maybe a bread bag slithering in the current, maybe a chunk of cloth, maybe the backside of a t-shirt ballooned up with air.